Hey babes, it's your girl Clarissa Chanel and you're back on Bougie Babe Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the love and support I've been getting. Um, So today we're going to get into a little bit more serious topic. I know I'll be really just talking shit, <laughs> talking shit um, on my platform, on my podcast because this is just like, this is like my outlet how to just, you know, you know, say what's on my chest without being crucified. So, but today's topic, I've been seeing this a lot on Twitter, a lot in society. And as I'm getting older, I realize this is something that people don't often talk about and they often glamorize and it really makes me upset. So y'all gonna, y'all gonna feel me. Okay. (laughs) So if you want to hear more about this topic, continue listening and let's get into it. Today, um, we're going to be talking about toxic relationships and crazy boyfriends. Okay, so I know it's this trend or this thing that it's cute to have like a dude who's crazy over you and who just don't want to see you with nobody else and is just so protective and possessive over you and super crazy. Like it's the thing to be like, yeah, my nigga crazy. Like that's cute, I guess. Um, and I really would like if it stopped because it's so detrimental, especially to black women. And I don't want to be that person who always try to make things deeper than what they are. But this situate like that mentality is is like it's not good. It's not okay. Like having someone who's crazy, possessive, toxic, like doesn't want to see you happy if you're not with them, even if they're not doing you no good. Like that's not cute like that's like that probably was cute you know I know in high school that was a thing but it's like at a one at a certain age you got to look at yourself like I can't be still doing and allowing the same things I allowed when I was in high school or when I was a teenager like I'm a grown woman now like especially black women like stop we don't we, we stop allowing that type of stuff in the name of it being cute and then you know we have our friends like oh that means he loves you that means he cares about you if he doing all that because i feel like all that craziness that toxic toxic all that yelling at you being aggressive and stuff like that that's all a gateway for domestic violence and i know people don't want to think of it like that but that's what it is because that's how domestic violence starts. It starts by being just protective and possessive and being crazy. And then it just develops and develops. And next thing you know, you can hit on. And people normally when they think of domestic violence, they automatically be like, oh, well, I would never let a dude hit me. Oh, this and da da But it don't happen like that. When you get with a dude, he's not going to hit on you like y'all first time dating. When you when people in domestic relationships, they relationships never start off domestic. It starts off good. It starts off him being crazy and possessive over you and really being in love with you. And then it just turns into all these things. So that's why it makes it hard for especially women to leave toxic and abusive relationships because they're still holding on to this person that they fell in love with. And they're still holding on to this person who didn't hit them and who didn't beat them and who didn't make them feel a certain type of way. So when they start getting hit on and stuff, like, they keep going back to the person this person used to be. But no, like, this person is hitting on you now. Like, he's different, okay? And I feel like that's what people, I feel like it's this perception that when people are in an abusive relationship, it's always been abusive. And no, that's not the case. Why do you think so many women stay in abusive relationships and so many women um stay in positions where they're, you know, 
in violent homes because this has this hasn't always been like this. This is something conditioned. They're used to this person. So this person has some type of hold over them. So that's why I really don't like the whole crazy toxic trend of liking that in a partner because when you when you get tied in with somebody, it makes it harder for you to let go no matter how bad they doing you. We see it firsthand. Dudes dog you out, cheating on you, clowning you in public, in private, and girls will still be with them because they have that attachment. Just imagine if you living with somebody or married to somebody. That attachment is even more heightened. So I feel like we need to stop glamorizing that because it's super detrimental to relationships. It's detrimental to women. It's especially detrimental to black women when you that's all we see and that's all we take in is us being abused and us being you know inferior and us being you know talked too crazy and did wrong but as long as he come back or as long as he say he love you it's cool it's not cool like that that type of thinking of oh I gotta hold him down oh he going through something oh so if he hit me or he yelling at me or he doing this it's okay I gotta hold him down I don't want to leave him like this whole black women being psychiatrists being Dr. Phil playing Oprah like it needs to end because it is detrimental and when I say detrimental I'm not talking about no no trivial things like oh yeah you just bad in relationships I'm talking about it's women, especially black women out here dying, like, and people are like, oh, but like, I had did some research and I'm going to share it with y'all today so y'all can get a little wake up call if you feel like you've been attracted to crazy dudes or you think that's cute. I'm here to give you a wake up call, especially for my black women, because we are the most targeted and unprotected minority group in the world. So we really need this information. So I was looking up statistics around surrounding black men um, and crimes against women, especially black women, because we always find crimes against non-black women, even though the crimes against non-black women and the crimes against black women are super wide out. Black women are five times more likely to die. So our death rate is five times more likely to die um, at the hands of a man. So we're five times more likely to uh, die or get seriously injured. We're five times. We're we're three times more likely to get um, abused, um, sexually, um, domestic, psych- like psychological. We're three times as much likely versus any other man, any other minority group. So we have a higher statistic with us alone compared to white women, Hispanic, and non-black women. Their them collectively is still less than us separately. And what that means is even though it's more of them and less of us, we're still at the top of all these statistics in a bad way. And that is because we have more crimes against us versus them. So that's why I also don't like the all women argument or all all women, all women are this because the statistics don't reflect all women. So let's not talk about all women when all women aren't the ones going through the thing. Black women are going through these things. And the statistics are constantly showing that we have the most missing cases for girls in America. Black women, black females are the leading um, demographic in missing cases. People, black people. So black women to be um, more particular. So you see all these statistics and people still think it's funny and it's cool to perpetuate these stereotypes into 
you know, kind of egg on and gas up this crazy narrative from black men. So they think it's okay and they think it's cute. And then it's, it's, it's cute until it's not, you know, it's one of those things where it's cute to have a nigga accept, accept with you until it's not, until it stopped getting cute, until it start getting stalkerish and it starts getting, you know, out of hand. And once you get to that place, it's hard to turn around. That's why I don't want people to start off with that type of foundation because it's hard to revert everything you've been conditioned to, especially in a relationship. Nine times out of ten, how you start the relationship is how it's going to be. It's not a lot of people who grow together, even though that's a thing. Normally, the same things that you ignore, the same red flags that you push off or you say, oh, they're just going to grow into it. Those are the same things that ultimately ruin your relationship. Some same things that ultimately in the relationship if they don't get fixed at the start if you try to fix things as we go and fix things a couple years or wait till we get to this point wait till we get to this age then the pro the problems will not go anywhere they will just be better hidden and better dealt with but you'll notice you still got the same problems you just deal with them differently you still got the same problems but you just found yourself compromising with them differently and i don't want black women to compromise and deal with problems they shouldn't have to deal with a problem you should not have to deal with is somebody hitting on you. That's not a problem that you deal with. That's not something you sweep under the rug. Someone yelling at you, being physically, emotionally draining to you, making you feel like shit. You shouldn't have to push that under the rug or make excuses for that. And making excuses for that hasn't gotten us anywhere because out of all the domestic cases in the world of domestic violence, black women are at 46%. 46%. 40%, of black women have experienced domestic violence or um, will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. 46%. And we're not even, uh, we're not even half of the population. So we're this, we're, we're 20, you know, 30% of this population of America. And we make up half of the domestic violence cases. And you know why that is because as a black community, we often, you know, trivialize things or try to undermine black women's struggles. Oh, he just crazy, girl. It's not that deep. He ain't crazy. He ain't going to do nothing to you. And then you see on the news some a girl getting shot in the face or a girl getting shot in the gun. Or you see a video of this, this dude shooting his girlfriend, playing with her. He didn't know. Like, you know, you see those cases like that where a young girl, successful girl, girl in college, girl home from college, girl for her birthday, boyfriend murders her, boyfriend shoots her, boyfriend kidnaps her, puts her in the back of the trunk. Like, you see all this stuff and you still want to, I want a crazy hood nigga. Like, that's not cute. And, and it's not cute for black women as a whole. And it's not cute for us to be telling these young black girls because most of the black women who are getting killed are young these are like kids so it's like you see all this and it just makes me upset when people continue to ignore it and think it's like it's think it's funny when it's really not and then when I even found out that 90% of all the crimes against black women or against or from their significant others like domestic crimes and um you know psychological abuse 90 percent of it comes from people that they have had a relationship with or are in a relationship with so most of our abuse comes from relationships like and it's like you still think it's a game you still think it's funny oh he just that's just my boyfriend he not no your relationship shape your life and i think people need to realize that that you can't separate your relationship 
so much from your actual life because you can't isolate it and be like, oh, well, this is how I'm in a relationship. He's not like that, you know. No, he is. Like, 90% of every time a domestic violence comes, it's not coming from our mom. It's not. It's coming from people we're dealing with, people we know. And 80% of black um, black men's crimes against black women are from people that um they they know like they're significant others so 80 percent of deaths are from significant others 90 percent of abuses from significant others it's like it's a trend our relationships are the ones that need to be fixed not oh i need to do this better i need to be this no you need to you need to act like that in your relationship a lot of people have these standards for their life and they forget to implement those standards that respect that mutual understanding in their relationships they they do that in their friendships they'll do that at work they'll do that in their personal life but when it comes to their love life and their relationship and their man oh it's different but it shouldn't be different it should be good across the board your man shouldn't only respect you when you're having sex with him he shouldn't only respect you in a relationship he should respect you as a whole person and not just as someone he's sleeping with or someone that he's involved with you should be respected without any benefit to him like, men should respect women, period. No matter if they seeing them as... A, like, you shouldn't have to be seen as someone's daughter or be relation in relation to a man for another man to respect you. He should just want to respect you because he's a good person. Not because, oh, that's somebody's daughter. Or that's somebody's girl. Or, oh, that's his girl. Or, or that's my girl. Oh, I like her, so I'm going to respect her. You should respect somebody, respect everybody, even if they're no benefit to you. Like, this whole trend of, oh, he mean to everybody else, but he nice to me. Like, No. He's a bad person. Like, you shouldn't just be nice to people because what they can give you. Because then you find yourself, the second you can't give him what he want, he turning into an asshole. He mean. He he doing all this different stuff. And that's because you already knew. If he was all nice to you and mean to everybody else, that's a reflection of him. He's only nice when he feels like it's going to benefit him. And you don't want someone who's only nice when he feels like it's going to benefit you. And that's toxic in itself. Like, you always have to be of service for someone to love you. And I feel like that's that's not how it goes. Like, I always have to be giving and giving and giving for you to see value. Like, you tap dancing and auditioning for niggas to give you the time of the day. And that's how it all starts. It starts off with that. Then it's like, it's just all these different parts that really, that really hurt, like, black women when we're in relationships and black women especially social media has glorified a lot of things it's helped a lot of things it's kind of like a double-edged sword so i just say all this to say please watch who you involve yourself with please watch how you talk watch what men say and watch how they act when you're not doing anything for them the quickest way to tell a man's character if he is trying to like, have sex with you or he won't, he trying to talk to you or trying to get something out of him and you curve him or you refuse him and he completely changes to a different person, that's who he is already. That's the real him. So believe him when he show you the real him. Don't be trying to be like, well, I did tease him or I did, mm-mm. That's the real him. You will know a dude's character if you curve him or reject him and he's still respectful. That's who he is at core. So I feel like as black women especially, it's important for our life's sake to know the red flags, know what we need to turn away from, and address things when they happen and don't undermine our own feelings for the sake of saving somebody else's feelings. If you feel a certain way, you feel uncomfortable, you need to speak up. Or you need to distance yourself from that person because, you know, I'm a firm believer in people 
really don't change. Like people's character does not change. They might change their actions, change delivery, but who they are at the core, their moral system, their beliefs, their character that's all formulated in their childhood, that's going to probably be the same their whole life. They might add stuff from it, take stuff away, improve it a little bit, but their core is going to be the same. And if you can't deal with that core value system that they have and how they talk to women, how they operate, how they are in relationships, you don't need to be trying to change him, be Bob the Builder, be Gail, or, or mm-mm, mm-mm, girl, just leave it alone because I promise you, once you start dealing with dudes who have the emotional capacity and availability to love you correctly and not be feeding into all this negativity that we see on social media when it boils relationships and all this toxic praise we see in demon time and all that shit, like once you find a dude who doesn't mind doing that, which doing that for you and doing things for you and being there for you, you will not even want someone who's toxic or quote-unquote crazy. So thanks y'all for listening to this episode of Bougie Bay Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed the topic. If you have anything to chime in, you can feel free to hit up my inbox if you want to see me doing more podcasts or any critiques you have, things you like, things you want to hear more of. And thanks for listening and sharing. I love y'all so much. I love all the support I've been getting. And feel free to follow me at x underscore Clarissa on Instagram and I'll be back later with another podcast episode.